The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. All right, about three weeks ago, Christian Arroyo was sent to AAA Worcester, having cleared waivers. Now, Christian Arroyo, in case you don't know, is a 28-year-old infielder who spent the, every year since 2020 with the Boston Red Sox. Former first-round pick and a guy who, when on the field, has shown that he can be a really productive major league player. But this year, he struggled. He had the opportunity coming out of spring training to be the Red Sox everyday second baseman. He's a guy that had, like I said, had produced had earned that right, was going to be the second baseman with Kiki Hernandez being the shortstop, had a really, really good spring training, coming off a pretty good year. Now, he had always been battling injuries, but seemed healthy coming in this year, but didn't really work out as planned, didn't produce, and had a lot of struggles. Had a lot of struggles in terms of being on the field, then a lot of struggles in terms of just the mindset of what it took to be successful on and off the field, as you're going to hear from Christian himself. So 
Christian is now at AAA Worcester, and he's fighting through it. He's fighting through it in a couple different ways. He's fighting through it in terms of production, in terms of numbers. He's fighting through it, as he says on this podcast, with you know the mental health of it all. And mental health is a huge, huge conversation that more and more players are having in baseball, professional baseball, major league baseball, you know, and obviously society, but really when we talk about mental health, it has been accepted that there are struggles for major league baseball players. I keep saying major league baseball players, professional baseball players, people in this industry. And as you're going to hear, Christian talks about this being part of the equation. And really, there's a lot to go here. There's a lot to learn from this conversation with Christian Arroyo because not only do you have the the reality that comes with just figuring out how to get out of a slump, okay, that's the surface level stuff, but you also have the reality of admitting that you have a mental you have uh, mental health issues that go beyond just just playing the game of baseball and how playing the game of baseball sometimes leaks into off the field and the struggles with that. And, and it, it all is part of the equation of being a human being, being in, yes, you happen to be in this industry. And as Christian talks about on this podcast, and he's right, you know, anybody like him is going to be years upon years upon years more of a former baseball player than an active baseball player. But he still, as the here and the now, is that he is a baseball player. He is a baseball player playing in AAA. He is a baseball player trying to find his way back to the major leagues. And he's a baseball player who you know thought he was going one way and went the other. And now he has to overcome another obstacle. But you know, the, this is an important podcast, I think. This is an important conversation. It's an important conversation because all the things that we just mentioned. But also, it's another lesson, and we have done this a lot on the Baseballs and Boring podcast, of tried to give examples of what players either endure, experience, enjoy, whatever it is. But it's not just... Here's the story of the day, this ride with it. Yeah, sometimes we do this. But in this case, this is an example of it not isn't easy a lot of times for a guy who, as he said, never thought he would ever see AAA again. He was on his way. He was on his way. Like you said, 28 years old, opening day starter, professed starter of the second baseman for the Boston Red Sox. This is his big chance. Never thought he would see AAA again. And here he is. He lands in AAA. And now he has to get his head around that. He has to get his head around all of it, all that comes with it. But as I said before, I think that hopefully this is a good lesson that Christian allows us to hear about what these guys go through, of what, you know, if you want to take it outside baseball, of what a lot of human beings go through. It's the powerful stuff, I thought, just talking to him and listening to him. And I appreciate Christian coming on and talking about it. So this was this conversation happened immediately after his most recent game in Worcester. And you're going to hear this reference a few different times where the first couple times up, hits line drives, boom, boom. 
outs, but I hit it right in the money. Frustrating. And then he gets to the third at back, comes up with a key point in the game, doesn't come through. But then he relaxes in the fourth time out, and he gets a hit. And as we talked about, the whole night was sort of a microcosm of the ups and the downs, the roller coaster, the different frames of mind. And so, you know, it was it was timely. Sure, it was timely. But I think that this conversation as a whole would have been timely at any time. All right. Well, at BB isn't boring. It's a social account. We have more podcasts coming later today. Uh, but we wanted to kick it off with this one. We wanted to get this one up right away as soon as we could and um because it's an important one and we're going to have uh i think that a really a really um interesting and fun part conversation i had with some of the guys from the orioles organization um buck Britton, who is the manager of norfolk AAA, who just sent another guy up to 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 the major leagues and he talks about the anatomy of actually meeting with these guys and sending them out but that's going to be dropping soon. This one, I want to drop right away. This one, I want to get that conversation out right away just so we can talk about it, we can discuss it, you can soak it in, and you can appreciate it. Hopefully, you know, you appreciate what Christian's going through. And uh, I know that I do, I listening to him and seeing him. Um, so there you go. So here you go, Christian Arroyo. So just sort of how, do, how, how do you, as you sit here, how do you feel? I mean, you know, I, the situation is what it is. I think um, for me, I just have to kind of accept where I'm at. I had to look at the season that I had um, as a whole and take it for what it was worth. You know, I, I, I say it every spring, like I need a, I need a, you know, I want to get better every year. Um, this year was tough, man. You know, I saw AC had said something um, kind of right after the transaction and stuff. And uh, he said, you know, it just seemed like at times he was he was pressing, and I'll tell you straight up, I was. You know, I knew I had a good opportunity, and uh, I just didn't let myself just play the game. Um, you know, it's it's unfortunate that that's how it happened, but uh, you know, there's really no one to blame but myself. Um, you know, I put a lot of pressure on myself, and uh, I didn't put myself in good good situations to uh, you know to be successful. Um, you know, I was always tinkering with stuff. Always thought something was wrong, instead of just going back to my baseline and you know getting back to the basics and feeling like myself. So, um, and that even continued being down here. Um, you know, it's a it's a humbling game. It's a grind, man, and that's part of it. But uh, you know, I'm a humble human being, and I don't ever take this for granted. So, um, you know, all the amount of uh, you know the amount of uh, opportunity that I've been given in this organization it's unparalleled so I can only be thankful for that but uh, at the same time you know I'm trying to you know work on some things fix some things and uh, a lot of it's mental man um, be completely honest with you I've beat myself up a lot super mean to myself um, you know I think I'm just harder on myself than anyone's ever been on me and uh, it's unfair to myself but um now I kind of have an idea of what happens when I'm when I do do that to myself, right? So I think it's a learning opportunity, uh, opportunity to grow. Um, I mean, the guys up there and all the guys down here have been so great as far as trying to get me back on track and help me out. And um, you know, it, it, it was it was frustrating for me, um, but you know, it's they got a good team up there. And they got a lot of good players, and um, you know, it's. It was tough. It was tough uh, kind of finding out what had happened. But, you know, at the same time, it's like I can't really sit there and say that it, it wasn't warranted, you know. 
Um, just wish I could have been a little more consistent. But, you know, I try to not to live my life with regrets. You know, I just want to use it as a learning experience this whole year and finish this year strong and healthy and get going and, um, you know, see what the future has hold. I want to take you back. I don't know if you remember this. So in in the winter weekend, we mm-hmm. sat down mm-hmm. and, I, and I said, okay, you know, we, we talk about the, the ups and the downs and, and some of the stuff that you went through before. Mm-hmm. You said, I'm more equipped to handle it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the ups and the downs never stop, right? Mm-hmm. They never stop. And no. this, is, this is as much as they think they stop as you yeah, sat yeah. there in that chair in winter weekend. And it's 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 that's you sat in the chair like yeah. this is the lesson, right? Yes. It, yeah. it, and I know it's hard for you to see now, yeah. but I mean it's but you yeah. know, as much as the when I say ups and downs, there's going to be an up. Always, yeah. always, yeah. And no, I think um, you know, in 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 my time this year and trying to learn a lot about myself, um, whether it was in the big leagues when I was struggling, um, when I was hurt, uh, when I was kind of in limbo before I got here even being here one of the biggest things I think I took from it is there's you know there's two types of people in the world and there's winners and learners right there's no winners and losers um you know obviously when you're an athlete you lose games and stuff but um I think when you think of things as learning opportunities you be like you just said you, you become better equipped to deal with things um and for me I know that this point in in my career um it's a learning experience more than it is anything, you know. Um, yeah, you got to produce. That's the name of the game. You got to put up numbers. You got to perform. Um, but at the same time, like, I've learned now that trying to produce does not allow you to produce. Mm-hmm. It's one of the craziest things ever because I don't think anyone that knows me or has watched me play or has worked with me will ever say I don't care or that I don't try or that I'm okay with not succeeding. And I think that this year it was very apparent that the more I tried, the more stuff started to spiral. Um, And again, that's a learning experience. That's a part of life. And it's unfortunate because, you know, there's a lot of personal things that it affected, you know, and it's when you're hanging your head and you're trying to figure out what the hell is going on and, you know, you're trying to figure it out in the box and you're trying to play good winning baseball and you come home and you can't turn it off. Mm. You know, it's unfair to my wife. It's unfair to my family. Um, I feel like I've been kind of disconnected uh, from the outside world a little bit this year because I've beat myself up so much. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's one of the biggest things I've had to learn is baseball is the thing I love to do. And no matter what anyone says, like, I'm going to be a former player for way longer than if I played 20 years in the big leagues, I would be a former player 60 years, hopefully longer than I would be a baseball player. Mm -hmm. Right. So when you look at it that way, yeah, maybe a quarter of your life is spent as a player, but that being said, like what about the other three quarters of your life? Are you going to beat yourself up because your career didn't maybe go the way you wanted it to, or you're, you're in a slump and you felt this or that like, that was the thing I had to do, man. And it, and we talked about it earlier, but I had to deal with some stuff. I was dealing, you know, mental health stuff, whatever. I'm not, I'm not afraid to admit it. I'm not afraid to talk about it. Um, but it wasn't, like, an excuse or anything. It was just I was bad at dealing with the failures, and I was, I was, I was bad at – not that I was bad at dealing with the failures. I was more bad about 
always thinking something was wrong because mm. I wasn't having success. Mm. When in that, sometimes, I mean, this was a tough game. You can, you know, you can go out there and feel great and go over four and line out three times. That's just how this game is. So I think when I really started to understand that, mm. like today, I mean, first at bat, line out to right. I'm just laughing. I'm like, here we go again. And then second at bat, another line out. I'm like, here we go again. And then the last at bat, you know, you scrape a knock and you have a good at bat and you hit the ball hard somewhere. It's like they're bound to fall. You know, it's kind of flip. But um, I think the waiting game is always the scariest part. And that's just, that's not even a baseball. That's just in life. You know, you can do everything right and think you're going to get results, and then someone can do the complete opposite and get the results. But I think that there's timing for everyone, and I think that, um, you know, I think that there's a plan for everyone. And, and once you just begin to trust that, you know, it's I can sit here and preach about it, but you got to live to it. And uh, for me, I've just been trying to flip that script and, and you know, try to live by that. And, and, and I know that when it's all said and done and my career's over, I'm done playing, I can hang my head up high and say, you know, I didn't. I didn't try my way out of baseball. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. two things. Number one is that no matter what struggles you go through, mm-hmm. the one thing that you know, one of the, well, not the one thing, but the one of the things you have going for you is that you have the proof. You know, you have the proof of mm-hmm. what you've done recently. Mm-hmm. As I proclaimed, you the best player in spring training. <laughs> but no, the, like the, yeah. the proof of like this is like that you are a good major league baseball yeah. player. You have that. That's in your holster. Yeah. So no matter what happens, you mm-hmm. have that. The other part about it is like when you talk about you had helped so many people, right, in, in the clubhouse and mm-hmm. other people. And so so when you talk about mental health and struggles, and like, it's mm-hmm. like that's where I think you have to, you know, it's good to, to talk through it, right? 100%. Right? 100%. I mean, like Sharon did it last year, yes. right? Yeah. 100%. I think that was one of the biggest things was for me at the beginning of the season actually um, – you know, I was struggling. It was actually, uh, I think it was a rain delay game um, against Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were home, and, uh, you know, rain delay happens. I'm sitting in my locker, and Kike comes up to me, and he's like, hey, man, I think I got a guy for you. And, uh, you know, it just kind of brought me down a different path of understanding. Um, just because you hear it all the time, really. Don't focus on the results. Don't focus on the results. Focus on the process. And it's sometimes you get immune to stuff. You hear things so much, but it doesn't mean anything. It's like, okay, yeah, you know, trust the process. Like, okay, but then you start to question, like, well, I'm trusting the process, but there's no results. So then do you, do you now question your process, right? So that's where the, the, the part of the, of the mind that's tough is, like, you almost have to trick yourself into being like, no, this is the process. I know that this is what will make me successful. I mm-hmm. just have to trust it. There's some mm-hmm. guys, some days guys take your number. Mm-hmm. There's some days that you just miss the ball. There's some <laughs> days, you know, it just is what it is. Guy yeah. makes a bad call. There's right. just things you can't control. So when you can start focusing on controlling what you can control and not focusing on the things you can't control, mm-hmm. I think that life just gets easier, man. Like nowadays, it's we, we want to. We want to. We spend so much time trying to like dictate our future, dictate what we're gonna do. Like realistically, what's the only you don't you can't even guarantee you're gonna wake up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's my thing is just trying to take it one day at a time now. You know, one pitch at a time, one game at a time. You know, I, I don't try to look into the future. Mm-hmm. I used to all the time, mm-hmm. and this is even recently, as in a couple weeks ago. You know, like shoot. I mean, I feel good about the game I had today 
But, like, at the end of the day, it's like, you got to come on, play tomorrow. It's a new game. Mm -hmm. Stick with that process, you know. That process made me successful three out of my four bats tonight. You know, I didn't have the results to show it. Mm-hmm. And I haven't had the results to show it even since I've gotten here or this season. Mm-hmm. But, you know, all of a sudden you get a couple more bloopers, you know, you a couple more doubles mm-hmm. and whatever, and your numbers look way better, and you're not even thinking about it. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. I'm here to tell you about Bowling Branch Sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch Sheets get softer with every wash. They're made from the rarest organic cotton and designed to get even softer over time. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee plus 15% off your first order with code ODYSSEY. So head to B-O-L-L and branch.com today. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Right. today a perfect example of that? I mean, 100%. Today, yeah. today is like a microcosm of... You yeah. know, you can't, you know, you can't worry about like what didn't happen because, yeah. you know, you worry, yeah. something else is around 100%. the corner. You hit the line drive and then you get a single. There yeah. you go. I mean, it's one of those things where, where the, the old me, the me at the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. had I lined out the first at bat, had to get a bat. And the second at bat, line out. And then the third at bat was a big, perfect example, actually, of what I had been doing all year. And that was guy makes a pitch that's out over the plate that's not a pitch he's trying to make and in my mind i'm like well i've lined out twice i'm feeling sexy so i'm <laughs> like oh i'm gonna tie this game i'm gonna take the lead and what happens I open up get too big effort level goes up roll over a ground ball mm-hmm. you know it's a fielder's choice whatever the last step that i told myself is you can't hit a four-run home run all you can do is trust what you've been working mm-hmm. on get to your spot get a good pitch and just put a swing on it whatever happens happens and you know i i think that 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 to me right there the last step at was a lot of me and what i had been missing and that's the ability to take a 96 mile hour heater over the plate maybe even a little in and drive that ball to right field mm-hmm. with ease right like not no effort right not thinking about it just doing it and i think i've gone away from that so much because it's funny you know you trace those results and the game calls for ops it calls for that's just what the game calls for. And you think that as a hitter, like, you think that you're just going to slug your way and swing your way into hitting 310 with, you know, 30 homers. And it's like, you know, sometimes I beat myself up because I had one of the best teachers I could have had as a player mm-hmm. in JT. You know, watching JT's work every day and watching how, how he slowed everything down. And his effort level was so minimal. And you go into the game, and it was the same effort level. And he's 38 years old. He's got 20-plus homers. He's one of the most productive hitters in baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, he's arguably a top three DH in the AL. Mm-hmm. So, like, to see him do that, it was I was mad at myself because I didn't take that moment to just truly learn. Um, but I've kept in touch with him. I kept in touch with a lot of those guys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just trying to understand that for me, right? Like, yeah. Knowing that results come with the consistent process, consistent approach, and then when you go from there, then you're good, man. Then you just you just let your talent, your ability take over. So, you know, it, it sucks a little bit, but I can't sit here and be angry with the Boston Red Sox organization. They gave they changed my life. You know, like I had so many great memories here. Um, I've done so many cool things that I never thought I'd ever imagine. Playing the postseason, almost got to World Series and stuff like. You know, so I don't know what the future holds, but, you know, super appreciative and even appreciative now of getting the opportunity to even just still grind through my shit now. You know, yeah. it's, uh, you know, it's good people. It's good it people. Good, you, know, you know, and again, like the, the thing that you can't 
I mean, you're, you're saying, like, I, it's good, and I appreciate it, I appreciate it, but, mm-hmm. but I can tell you, like, when you're sitting there in November, mm-hmm. you're going to appreciate it even more. Yeah. When you take a breath, yeah. when you're with your family, yeah. you know, you, when you take a breath, you're like, man, yeah. holy crap, yeah. I learned a lot that I've never, ever thought yeah. I would ever get an wow. opportunity. And I yeah. know you, that's hard to, like, digest, it, right? Yeah, and it's, it's tough, too, because, you know, you think, you sit, I sit here and I wonder all the time, I'm like, you know, I'm like, what's it going to be like when the season's over? And I'm watching playoff baseball and stuff. And, um, you know, but it, it's so crazy, man. Like, I think every player, whether it's a top prospect or it's a guy who rakes in the minor leagues and gets called up, they all think that their career is going to be very linear, right? Like, mm-hmm. everyone thinks their career is going to be like Trev's, Trev's story. Mm-hmm. But... 99.9% of guys don't have the career path that those guys do. Albert Pujols, like Miguel Cabrera, those guys are, you know, those are guys are, that's the 1% of the one percenters. Those mm-hmm. are surefire Hall of Famers we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Pujols, Miguel Cabrera, you can go on and on. You know, and everyone deals with struggles, but I think the most dangerous thing that I ever did and every time that I was given an opportunity was I looked forward to the future so much that I never lived in the present. So I went into this season, and when we didn't acquire anyone, uh, signed anyone, and I kind of had a feeling that I was going to get a chance to play every day, I almost wanted to prove it more to other people than I did to myself that I could do it. Mm-hmm. And I think what happened was, is when I started struggling, I got away from everything I knew. And I was just trying to, just trying to make up for it in the wrong ways. Swinging too hard, chasing, swing. I was trying to swing my way out of a slump. And finally, you know, I feel like I've been able to kind of relax. And just, man, like, play stress-free baseball. Because at the end of the day, like, you play stress baseball, you're not gonna, I'm not going to play it long. You know, it's just gonna be a, it's gonna be an up and a down, and and I could play long, but I'm not gonna enjoy it. Mm. You know, I'm always gonna look at the game, and I don't want to be the, the person that looks at the game, and when I'm done playing, it like doesn't even want to talk about baseball because I feel like I left something out there, or whatever it is. You know, mm-hmm. I just want to know, I just want to be known as like I grinded, I worked my ass off, and I was able to change the way I thought about things because I know that this isn't just gonna help me in baseball. This is gonna help me in life. Yeah, it's gonna help me raising a family. It's gonna help me in every facet so um, I'm just trying to learn as much as I can you know mm-hmm. gotta look at the world with, a, with an open eye you know um, the old me would probably be sulking still and you know being angry and this and that but like mm-hmm. anger has never served me anger never serves anyone you know unless you're a UFC fighter maybe that serves you but for baseball so it's not a you know I talk with a guy I hit with in the offseason he says all the time he says man hitting is not a try hard sport yeah and I think it finally clicked for me tonight. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, it was yeah. like my three at-bats that I wasn't trying hard. I'm not saying I'm not trying hard, right, but with right. the right intent. Yeah, yeah. You had three good results, and then the at-bat that I tried hard to make something happen, I didn't. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll just say this, and I, I probably said it to you before, mm-hmm. but good things ahead, man. I appreciate it, Good Rob. things Thank ahead. No, I appreciate it. Presented by T-Mobile the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.